0: Did you watch that Star Trek short? Wasn't that funny?
1: Oh, <laughs> you know, it's really good. You said yeah. they do that every week.
0: That was the first one, but they're doing six of them. So there'll be another one on uh, Friday.
1: OK, that was solid. And I'm going to guess they're using the animation from the uh, animated series, but they're just kind of doing their own mouth. Things to it, yeah, and I mean, adding it, different faces. Right?
0: Yeah, it's certainly the character, like the Spock character design. But that wasn't supposed to be Kirk in the chair, so
1: yeah, it was supposed to be somebody know. else. Yeah. yeah, it was
0: good though. It was good. It just that how was it just really kept. Asking. I loved when he was like, "What do you guys even do?" And they're like, "Water pressure." And he's like, "Does yeah. that have to be on the bridge? <laughs>
1: Does that have to be on the bridge?" And then, yeah. and he's like, yeah. "See." <laughs> like, it just got so chaotic there at the end. It was just, I was it was really good.
0: Star Trek, very short treks because they're just like a couple of minutes.
1: So, yeah,
0: they're really funny. Star Trek YouTube channel or or wherever. But, yeah, I
1: I had a good time with that. That was worth the watch. I recommend it for all you Trekkie Star Wars fans out there. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Welcome to This Endorian Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. My name is Steve Rudd.
0: I'm Nick Gunning, and we're following the Ewoks from Return of the Jedi, the Ewok TV
1: movies, the 80s cartoon, comics, and beyond. And beyond. Today we are discussing a little bit of beyond. Ewoks Comics number three, Flight to Danger. This issue was released on Marvel Star Imprint on June 4th, 1985. Oh, that's... We were wee boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> gets you once, again,
0: once again, illustrated by Walter Kremer, written by David Manick. This is collected in that same collection, Flight to Danger. <laughs> so this is the title story from that yeah. uh, from the first collection there. So that's cool our featured crew member today is john d'agostino who was the inker on this issue so he's worked extensively in comics but one fun fact i found about him is that uh he's worked as both an inker and a letterer and he was actually the letterer on the iconic amazing spider-man number one in number 1963 one that's wow. right wow number one i it was fun getting back into the ewoks because we've, we've had a. Uh, well yes. we did droids and then we did Star Trek last week so it's been a while and and uh, I'm liking these Ewok comics. I don't know what to tell you. I'm I'm having fun. I really fun.
1: am. I, and I think this one's special. <laughs> so stupid. I think this one's special. Really- <laughs> so okay. This one's special for me. Yeah, Special yeah. for you. I know Especially it's special for you. for you too. Well, you know I like what I like it. about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know what you like. There's
0: a lot of sweet glider action, let's say. Uh let's do it. Tell us all about it, Steve.
1: It's <laughs> even worse. All right. Uber detailed plot of Ewoks comics. Number three, Flight to Danger. Oh, this one is a three-parter, too. Mm -hmm. Very, very interesting three-parter. So let's get into it. one, two, three. Yep. Yes. A peaceful morning in bed for Tebow is suddenly disturbed when Wicket wakes him, telling him they are both late for the Harvest Festival. They meet up with Princess Nisa and apologize to her father for being late. But how could they be late when they are the honored guests? Twist. Wicked Tebow. uh, Twist? (laughs) What's a twist? Wicked Tebow and Nisa have the honor of flying far off to collect the sacred light wood used to make their gliders. They're each given sacred knives to cut this wood by Kazakh, the first elder of the council, and sent on their way with a promise that the one who returns with the wood gets a special honor. Meanwhile, Logre casts fortune stones, which reveal bad things will happen to the young Ewoks. Sherpa assures him they will be fine since they have fair weather and good sense. However, the first of their troubles occurs when the Ewoks discover their sacred Lightwood has all been cut down by evil corks.
0: Uh, well, that's, that's the 35th rule of acquisition, I think, that you can, you can take other people's Lightwood.
1: I knew you were going to say something about <laughs> that. <laughs> quarks there's just no way i could say it without it being i know a Ferengi name all right although although surrounded by quarks double managed to escape on their gliders into a nearby gorge looking for a way out they find their escape route is blocked by a massive devil beast which looks much like the body of a pterodactyl and the head of an alligator Actually, it looks exactly like that. I shouldn't say much like just That's pretty much what it is. The Devil Beast grabs Wicket out of the air, and Tebow and Nisa are forced to the ground. The Devil Beast returns Wicket to the Quarks, and they take away his knife and bind him up. Tebow and Nisa follow all of them back to Quark City. At Quark City, Wicket is brought to King Marlock's There, he discovers that the Quarks have harvested the lightwood, so they too can have gliders, but lack Ewok ingenuity to make them until now. Refusing to make gliders, Wicket is brought to a cell. That very moment, Tebow and Nisa decide to attack and manage to free Wicket. While trying to escape, a Quark places a perfect spear throw, pinning Nisa's cape to a cartwheel, causing all three Ewoks to now be captured. Again, they refuse, but when Wicket and Tebow are threatened, with Nisa, now tied to a post, being subjected to the wrath of the devil beast, Wicket finally agrees to help. Tebow is stunned that he would give them this information, but Wicket informs him he promised to make one, but not that it would fly. Clever girl. Mm, When done, Tebow exclaims that that only the smartest quarks should be the first to fly all the causing all the quarks to argue wicked and tebow take this moment to escape on their own gliders along with all the sacred lightwood the quarks finally realize what's up and marlox tries to pursue in his new glider but it crumbles to pieces causing him to crash to the ground the quarks release the devil beast which begins to approach nisa still tied to a post Wicket swoops down and kicks the devil devil beast in the face. Him and Tebow split up, causing the devil beast to be confused. No matter, because the devil beast again bears down on Nisa. Quickly, the beast is intercepted again by Wicket and Tebow, who manage to cut Nisa's bonds and pick her up before the devil beast can eat her. Clearly enraged, the devil beast pursues the gliding Ewoks trying to escape. Headed for Quark City, the Ewoks manage to trap the Devil Beast as it attempts to fly through the Quark throne room after them. Safely rid of the Devil Beast, the Ewoks fly home unscathed with Sacred Lightwood in Tebow's glider. Suddenly he realizes he's the one to be honored because of it, but Wicked and Nisa tell him that the honor means he has to do glider stunts over the harvest celebration that night. Tebow in a panic tries to pawn off the wood, but Wicket and Nisa wouldn't dare deprive Tebow of all that fun. <laughs> <laughs> the end.
0: Since he brought it up, I just can't get into deep space nine. I just finished season one. The Stop, first time man. watching the best, it. And I best just one. Can't. Oh my gosh. Just don't like the <laughs> characters. I don't know. Maybe. Really? maybe eventually yeah Do you like
1: TOS? No, Voyager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, really yeah. I would
0: say like Kirk era movies. You know, all then of Kirk, Voyager, then Voyager. Yeah, yeah then you know, okay. then next gen and so on. But
1: okay, okay, yeah, yeah I'm like a, I'm like a yeah, I'm an original series and then yeah. nine. I mean, I'll I, I, I'll say like Deep Space Nine is the best, but <laughs> only because like the well, the original series only got three seasons. True. Right. I put two the more animated as,
0: as we proved two last more That's true. I guess yes, yes.
1: No. so. When people are like, "Which one is my favorite?" Is DS9, but the best one is the original series. Like, I will. Mm-hmm. Oh, if that's on, I'll watch it. But yep. if a random Deep Space Deep Space Nine episode is on, I I may or may not watch I it. I mean,
0: first seasons are always rocky, as we learned here in the Ewok show
1: Uh, and the, the Droid show. The first season of DS9 is tough. Yeah, tough. yeah. So I'm not. I'm not like. But it does it. But come anyway. full around. It, that's the thing. Like, you get to the end of Deep Space Nine, and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" All that weird stuff that happened in the first season comes full circle Yeah, like, crap, a, man like it's almost through. like they wrote it that was one of the first shows where i was like it's almost like they sat down for one week didn't leave a room and wrote yeah. all nine seasons beginning you end. know yes at least at least 10 of episodes of each season to kind of progress a story and then there was like 10 fillers or 14 filler yeah. episodes yeah yeah you, know, I can, you gotta I have those holodeck that. episodes. I can tell you yeah. do.
0: You absolutely do. Anyway, but this is the wrong cork. We're talking about oh, the wrong yeah, cork. Yeah,
1: wrong cork. The yeah.
0: corks here are big, so, uh, think? burly red furred guys, uh, that are stupid. I did you think they were the it. devil
1: beasts at first because they no, kind of had horns? Oh, I was. Oh, like, I get it. Ah, oh, the devil it. beasts, but it was like and the name of that part. It was like yeah. part two, the devil beasts, but yeah. it was right on that, pa- on that frame. And I was okay. like, I was like, oh, I did beasts yeah, the and then... the
0: cover kind of gave it away that I knew we were gonna. I knew we were gonna have a dinosaur. I knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I liked it though. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, this this one kind of made sense to me because we're always like, you know, in the show we're always making fun of how they have to like go do some drastic like moon saving thing just the three children. But this was actually kind of a pretty believable excuse to send them away, you know? Like I feel like this was maybe the most thoughtful. Like, here's how this adventure is going to unfold. You're going to go do these things for a ceremony. And it's
1: only yeah. dangerous
0: because the the quarks have invaded. You know yes. what I mean? Otherwise This it isn't a invade.
1: dangerous mission. It's just right. you guys have the honor it to go be collect it easy. this year. Yeah. They're
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I did like that. I thought that was kind of a cool way to get in. Uh good focus on characters. I think that the characters in this are a little sharper than they were in the show, because wicked is a little bit more of what I wanted him to be. He's a little yes. bit more of just like the heroic cool one instead of like the weird like Bugs Bunny want to be. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I I liked it. How about
1: you? I really loved this one and I, loved I, I it. started reading it. I was like, this would have been a great Let's episode. This one, yeah. I will marry it. I'll marry it right now. <laughs> I do. Well, that's. That's the thing, though.
0: You've got, you got see the show. The show was scripted by people who were like new to like TV and stuff. It didn't have a ton yeah. of writing experience. They would get it later on. But the comic is created by comic book authors and artists and inkers and and, and yeah, and, and, everything. and a team. You who see have,
1: the team, yeah. yeah.
0: And these are people who have been in the industry and like know how to write a comic book. So yes. Sorry, I interrupted you, but I Just, think that is the difference. Yeah, like, It's experience. such a difference,
1: yeah. yeah. And it's like, you would think it would take more time probably to write, to make an episode of Ewoks than it would be to make a sure. comic. I, sure. I, I, I'm guessing. I don't actually know. Yeah. Right, at least in that time, right? We're talking 30, 40 years ago? 80s. 80s, yeah. 85, yeah. Like, yeah. That's got to be harder to make animation in a time because you got to draw each frame as opposed yeah. to one frame you know yeah but like this tracked well uh-huh. you know the story was became linear but it was like it was supposed to be about going there and returning yeah but it, it kind of ended up all about being there yeah right and so yeah i i don't I, I, you know i just thought it was i just thought it was really really good and yeah there was just the right amount of peril right i i, I do have one you I know when, I, when I do my oak of Arc, there's okay. always going to be an Olcavark, and, and I'll, nah, I'll yeah, say why. But like yeah. the, just the peril matched what was going on, right? It wasn't like, yeah. oh, if you don't get the lightwood, the planet will melt exactly. into a ball of fire. Yeah. So you better go get it, children. Yeah. All you the know? stakes and were it, right. Yeah. All, you're right. all the stakes were right. It was just go off. Just you guys have the honor this year. Take these sacred knives, is what we use. That's like a cool thing when you take like an elder and kind of pass on that ritual to a, a youngling. Right. Yeah. Or a a walkling in this case. But they kind of did, right? Kazakh was like, Oh, the first the first yeah. elder of the council. I was like, up. Oh, yeah. Ooh, cool. Like a new yeah. e- a new Ewok. We got a new Ewok yeah. in this. I did, one, yeah,
0: right? Right? I noticed that too. We got a new named Ewok. It doesn't happen very yeah. often. I think going back to your point about the um you know, the quality here. Mm. I you know, I have had a library podcast for years, at the public library work, first the all the book show and then house things. And over the years we've interviewed a lot of um, comic book authors and artists. And one thing that I picked up from those interviews is there was such a strong line between like, you're a comic book writer. You don't write TV or movies like there's no crossover. It wasn't like,
1: Really, we're going
0: to we're going to make a Superman show. So why don't we talk to the (gasps) Superman like comic book authors? No, that was not a thing until I think more recently it is. I think a lot of times you see. yeah, like Jeff Loeb,
1: right? I mean, he did all kinds of stuff in Smallville. Exactly.
0: Yeah, that's a great example. Well, I mean Jeff Johns too. Oh, obviously. Jeff Johns, Jeff Johns yeah. uh, writing a lot of comic books and then involved in in animation and teachers. Oh, yeah, and things. that's a thing. Yeah, so I think it's very makes sense to me from this time that they aren't. There's no crossover here. It's like we have the show and then we have the comic books. Yeah, and there's no. Yeah, and the crossover. show would have
1: benefited. Uh,
0: well, I can't really get into this too much without spoiling my Ichiwawa moment. So why don't we jump to the oh, okay. Ichiwawa moments? All right.
1: Give it to me, man. What what do you got? You know what, what you, it is. You know
0: what it is, Steve. It's that glider. It's that <laughs> sweet glider action.
1: Oh yeah. Because you,
0: <laughs> I gotta stop it's saying so that. Immature. I have to stop <laughs> saying that. Uh, because, as you recall from the film, The Return of the Jedi, uh, the Ewoks were on gliders having a grand old time. And the yeah. first like several episodes of the series, we had more like a glider action. And then somewhere yeah. along the way, it was just like, eh, I forgot. Yep. so like we haven't seen them doing it at all and the fact that it was such a part of it and we got like backstory on how they make the gliders why it's this, it's this whole yeah. ceremony they're cutting special sticks they're making the gliders out of this special thing it's like a coming of age thing so it provided a lot of context it provided a lot of like world building which seems yeah. silly in a comic like this but it did because it gave you like cool backstory so not only did we get to see the gliders in action, but we got to find out like what role they play in like Ewok culture, which again sounds grandiose. But that's yeah, that's
1: that's exactly what, what happens, I thought. That it was just know? like, wow, this is cool. It's not just a vehicle; it's a yeah. part of their culture, right? And it's unique to them yeah. on Endor, right? Oh, yeah, so and I it's that it's, was, that know, was it's really not cool. A, yeah. Like
0: kind of hitting that point where you make your own lightsaber in other Star Wars. Yeah. lore. you know, it's kind of like this is that yep. coming of age moment. Uh, what about you? Mm-hmm. What was your Ewok moment?
1: Actually, I think my first real Ichiwawa moment was uh, Kazak. Oh, I was like... Mm. Meeting a new Ewok. Like, another yeah. named Ewok. I was and the first elder. Yeah. So we're kind of seeing a cast structure within uh, the Ewoks, you know? And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, Kazakh, cool. Look yeah. at that. A, new, a new Ewok. I agree. You I know? agree. Hands out the ceremonial knives. What about uh, Okavark? Mm.
0: Well... I think coming off the last Ewoks comic episode we did, if you can remember back there, it was all about like kind of Nisa coming into her own and, and getting mm-hmm. ready to like, you know, assume leadership and stuff. So when this started, yeah, being ready when this started and Wicket is captured and then like Nisa and Tebow have to save him, I was like, oh, that's cool. Like you don't normally see that like the yeah. usual pairing and stuff. And I thought it was really cool that they didn't make Nisa the damsel in distress, which was the kind of thing that they often yeah. did in the cartoon. Remember it was like, let I mean, they, did. they I, no, did, I know, no, I'm getting there. <laughs> you know, remember how Lataro is okay. always like obsessed with makeup and stuff like that. And it was like, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I was like, cool. They didn't yeah. make Nisa the, uh, the damsel. And here comes the Oak of Arc part because as soon as it turns, Nisa is captured and it's like tied to a stake and goes full yep. damsel. And I'm like, fellas, can we not? I so, know that was mine. I felt like it really like issue two was so like Nisa's is so cool and tough. And this one was like, help, help. What? I'm tied to the railroad tracks, you know? So <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the funny thing is that rolls right into my oak of arc, okay. which was. They got captured too many time did get it was just like look one <laughs> yeah. time man yeah. one time let's just be captured one time and escape one time yep. it was like capture escape capture again but escape and yep. then capture yep. and then escape yep. and it was just like i'm sitting there writing like suddenly they got captured suddenly they escaped suddenly they got captured i'm like i feel like i'm repeating them myself yeah. like multiple times in the yeah. same paragraph but like I-, I think the peril remained the same Right. It wasn't like, oh, we got captured the first time and like, you're going to tell us, you know, we're going to lock you up, you know, because you're not telling us. And then like all of a sudden they get captured again. And we're like, we're going to boil your eyes in water if yeah. you don't tell us. And we're like, what? Yeah, really thing? escalated. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> so it's just like I-, I feel like the peril remained the same. Like, oh, OK, they're captured again. But, you know, I mean, they got out the first time so they're probably going to get out again yeah. and oh they do and then oh okay and then they get captured that, yeah. again. And I mean that is that, goofy. Was the,
0: the only reason ping why pong I, right? It was. Tennis. It was. It was and back and forth. The only reason the thing that kept that from being my oak of arc was that the quarks are specifically shown to be like bumbling and not great at it so it's not like there's some right. like you know they're just kind of like like reacting to everything so I was kind of like eh, whatever. yeah, whatever it's kind of like shenanigans but that's okay. I guess it would be redundant to say this every time. Like, so I'm not going to use this as, as an Oak of Arc for now or the future, but I truly don't understand the color palette in these comics because it is awful.
1: Wicket is it's awful. The
0: weirdest. He it's is like, like, they only have yellow, a myriad of greens it's, and yellows. It's very strange. It's very strange. And like the droids comic is like that <laughs> as well. But I think, just the nature of the droids comic and those storylines is that you're dealing with different colors and things. And here it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, just by its definition, it kind of has to be like Ewokie and Brown and foresty. And so you're a lot of greens and Browns and yellows. Um, but it is weird because like, I don't yeah. think that ink would have been cheaper. So why are we going with those colors? Like it's, I don't get it because it's consistent.
1: Yeah. don't know. No, maybe it's just it's the consistent. style. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. It is consistent, and it's funny you mention it, because I did go back and look at the other Ewok stories to make sure the yeah. palette was the same, because I was yeah. like, there's this one frame that's like a close-up on Wicket's face, and I was like, whoa, yeah. that looks horrible. I know, like, I mean, it's drawn really well. I'm not going to say it yeah. looks... The colors, it was just like all... It would be like like me i'm bad with color i'd be like that's green that's green that's yellow that's yellow that's yellow and my wife would be like what are you kidding me that's like that's like three different yellows on there and like five different greens i'd be like this looks all like green and yellow it's all in color right and that's the so there was like no definition of like okay that's his eyebrows yeah you know like a bear has like the dark brown but then the lighter brown face and then the black eyes and then it was just like putrid green and yellow colors It seems
0: like they can afford three colors per page and that's it. And maybe it is, maybe there is some yeah, financial reason know, maybe. to do that. I mean, there must be the Marvel star imprint, I think was kind of like a low budget thing that we don't care about, but I don't okay. know, like Archie comics of that time or like Harvey comics of that time, which a lot of the creatives are coming out of. Didn't really have that look. So I, I, I don't what understand. If that
1: has to do that. With Printing.
0: Yes. But I read this one on the Marvel unlimited app which should be like the the most pristine version of it and the colors are just as bad.
1: No, 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 like th- during the printers of the days, right? I think of like my 3D printer like oh, yeah. I could print with three different colors, but I'm limited by those three different colors. Yeah,
0: maybe, you know, Superman or other Marvel comics of that era don't look like that. So I don't know, but I guess we just So they're to limited do-
1: to a certain amount of colors or else they'd have to pull all the sheets that they just printed and put them through again. Oh. No which causes more problems. So that's what I mean about like limited by color.
0: I think you're you're a regular uh, Jessica Fletcher over there. I think you just solved this mystery.
1: (laughs) And do believe (laughs) my dear Watson. Oh, I am the,
0: (laughs) but she's, that's a terrible Angela Lansbury impression. It doesn't sound like her at all. I, uh, I, so I think you're probably right. So I guess we just have to put that to bed and just acknowledge that the colors in this are weird and bad and will be forever.
1: I'll stop complaining about the colors. Okay. It's just, All right. It we'll is, make a pack. I do kind of enjoy it though. It just, there's so much nostalgia with the colors, it does feel but vintage. there is, it does, does beg do the, the question of really. Yeah. <laughs> it could have made, made Wicket Brown. You had to but make them like, probably green, right. you're probably yellow.
0: right. That, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. Still, I think minimal complaints. For this. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think this was a lot of fun. I, I had a good time reading it and I feel like yeah. the story was adventurous as well. I did read this one like out loud with my son, We were kind of flipping through and he read Tebow's voice (laughs) and he did a pretty good Tebow impersonation.
1: How how did he read it? Uh,
0: Yeah, he was, he he was like, wicked, come on. It was pretty good. (laughs) Pretty good. So adding his uh, dynamic performance really helped a lot. But I, you know, I've read these forever ago when I first got the collection and I liked them then. And I was kind of worried that revisiting them, I'd be like, oh no, these suck, but no, they don't. They're good. They're fun. Yeah. Fun little adventure stories. Pretty good all around.
1: I'm, I'm going to say it right now. Probably Maybe I'll sure. jinx it. I wonder if the droids ones are just as bad <laughs> as the droid show. I don't know. No, watch, I don't they're know. probably so much better. I was wondering so that better. too.
0: But I mean, it's probably a similar situation. You have comic book crews mm-hmm. working on those, I would assume. So yeah, I guess I got see. Be so I guess we'll see when we get there. Okay. How many, uh, how many yub dubs do you want to give this one?
1: I'm going four five, man. I'm confident four, with that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This was really
0: good. I'm going to go four just because... The quarks got a little old, as we discussed, and I didn't like yeah. I didn't like the, the Niza damsel turn. So Yeah. But other than that, I agree. Fun, fun, solid adventure.
1: Yeah, and you so I'll I'll say this one last thing. I thought the Condor bird, or whatever it was called, was the biggest flying animal on Endor. I oh, did they say that? that in- I
0: think you're right. I think they did
1: say yeah. that. And, and and the and the Condor bird is the type of um it's funny because when it was in an episode, its head was much larger than the skull that's on Low Gray's head, <laughs> which makes yeah. me think that he killed the baby and not only oh an actual Lo like Gray. mama or dad. Low Gray. Lo Gray, But like all of a sudden, we get this like the devil beast, and it's just like, all right, the devil beast is way bigger, bigger than a condor. Probably bird. bigger. Yeah, yeah. So. Maybe he's a different so class. So, oh, maybe I'm wrong, but I had I thought that had been mentioned. Maybe he's the it biggest, the biggest uh,
0: flying reptile, and the condor bird's the biggest uh,
1: avian. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. what we're going with.
0: OK, well, uh, I yeah. guess that I guess that wraps us here. Next time, we're going to be back yeah. doing doing droids. It's going to be the final episode of the first arc. It's race to the finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to close out this uh, Kea And I don't even remember their names. What are their names? Do you remember? Lothal and Jord. 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 <laughs> yeah. Lothal,
1: no, Saul. Lothal is what? That's the planet. Oh, that's the planet. And and yeah, it's the planet. And yeah. A and Ahsoka. And right? Yeah. And yeah. Ahsoka, that's so, true. But it's rebels first. So we've decided yeah.
0: we've made a pact that after this, we're going to cover the the droids <laughs> episode as full arcs. All right. So we're yes. not going to break them down episode by episode. We're going to look at the whole arc and talk about it because we'll all die if we try to keep uh, <laughs> doing it this way. We're,
1: ta- we're taking, we're pivoting. Yeah. For good. For, for, yeah. for good.
0: Yeah, right? that's right. <laughs> that's right. It's for the better. It's for the better. I think all of us. If we you like get, it
1: breaking down, I'm sorry. We're not doing that.
0: I know. I was hoping that uh, we could get Kendra Mickles, who is a radio, meanwhile all star and a fan of the Droids show from back in the day. She <laughs> hasn't rewatched it since so she was a little, a little youngling herself. But uh, real, real girl. we, we got to get her on for one of these Droids shows. So maybe next time yeah. we'll see how her schedule works out. But anyway, I, I'm looking forward to seeing you again. I'm not looking forward to talking about the Droids, but I'm going to try. Gonna well, try. it'll
1: be fun. It'll,
0: okay. All right.
1: It'll be It'll fun. W- we'll make it fun. It'll we'll be fun. It fun.
0: It'll be fun. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then I All guess right.
1: I'll see you then. I'll see you next time. This Endorian Life was brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include 9021 Here We Go, previously on X-Men, and 90s Music Got Me Like. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or X at Endorian Life. And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts.